Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Melvin anything. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to AMA. I am Mike and I am here with Melvin. Melvin, how you doing? Doing perfect, Mike. I appreciate you, and thank you for helping make the better the world a better place. I'm making the better place a world, right? <laughs> um, so I, I, you, you occupy Mars. It says in your cup. Yeah, I think um, you gave that cup to me, didn't you? No, I didn't give that to you. Oh, I don't know where you got that. I got You're... it from your desk when you you abandoned it. <laughs> that could have been it as well. Uh, so uh, last week we talked about how I was made. And now we're going to talk this week, I believe, about how you were made. Is that correct? That's it, Mike. And, you know, I was thinking about this and I thought, man, it was pretty shitty of me to say, you got to tell me three things because that was hard. Now that now that I'm doing it, you know, whenever it is I, hard, I thought back on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So uh, I was talking to our friend Casey. Uh, we went to a show this last week in, in Dallas. Right. And um, we were talking about uh, the three things. And he said that, that you guys uh, last Friday uh, did a preview of it. Like he told you he was or you told him you were going to ask me those three things and stuff. And so Casey quizzed me on the way to, to Deep Ellum about uh, uh, my three things. And yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe he felt left out. Well, he he was an insider because he knew it before you did. And yeah, I he, thought, had inside, he had inside yeah. information, huh? Yeah, because I said I wasn't going to tell you. Usually I email you ahead of time and, and yeah. said we're going to just talk about it. Yeah. So um, let's let's do this the same way. Um, you You need to give me three things that have made you. Correct? Is that how this game show works? That's it, man. Okay. So was that you asking me? That was me asking you. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. You need to give me three things. How was that? Is that better? Like, like I went up at the end that, that it signifies a question. Hey, I think you're on, on the job here, Mike. And so <laughs> I would, I would say first family, family, second Marine Corps, Marine Corps, and third reading. Uh, I can see that. So tell me about um, um, tell me about family first. So reading came into play, Mike. You saw I, I did that. I didn't answer your question. <laughs> that was that was completely. I, I thought I had a small stroke there for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, you know, reading comes in third on the list, and and that's because there's so much that had gone on in my life 
before I got into reading because I, yeah. I was uh, I was a young sergeant in the Marine Corps. I was in um, Nassau, Bahamas. Mm-hmm. So before I started reading, you know, up until that time, the last book that I'd read was Me and My Little Brain. <laughs> okay. I don't know that book, but I'm sure it's a, it's a big seller. Yeah, I'll, I'll share it with you because when I was thinking about this, the, the, you were going to pop this on me, and so I need mm-hmm. to be ready. So I yeah. ordered that book, and it's not arrived yet, but it, it will be here, and so we'll have a preview of it. You ordered the book, Me and My Little Brain? I did. Okay. Is that is that uh it, it is it like uh, comparable to War and Peace or is it more like uh, Redfish, Bluefish, One Fish, Two Fish, or whatever? It, it falls right in between. I mean, you oh, couldn't okay. you couldn't you couldn't get any more in between those two okay. books that you brought right. up. Um, yeah, and I didn't know this, and we'll we'll talk about it when we preview it. But there, it was a, a one in a series of books. Oh, and so, so I I didn't know that. Hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little afraid what the other me and my littles are though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it was the little stuff. I think they were talking about the brain stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Great, 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 great. And and we're both. Me and my little little feet. Right. Me and my little ears. Sure. That might be it. Me and my little appendages. Yep. So you had asked me about family. Mm -hmm. You'd, you'd met my brothers. I have. So, uh, you know, you think I've met your brothers, I've met some of your kids, I've met your wife, I've met uh, people that know you. Uh, I feel like I've I feel like I've met all the people, you know. Yeah, that's that's pretty well said. Yeah. (laughs) And and so in the family, I'm thinking more on the lines of growing up and yeah, with with that, Mike, you you remember uh, my my brother. Jack. So one year under me, he was talking about how there were times where I scared them. Not it wasn't. He was talking for the group, sure, because there was no holds barred. Uh, if if uh, you had uh, beat up on me, yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not talking about smack me around. I'm talking about yeah, I understand. Sure, whooping my butt. Then you know what? <laughs> you were going to get hit with whatever was there. And, really, and, and it's you know crazy that I bring that up, but I, I you know with that I think about that that it's uh, you know I'm I'm gonna try something I'm gonna do something I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, jump in there with both feet. Does that make any sense? It does. Yeah. So so you're saying that the protection provided by your family um, uh, allowed you to jump into things with uh, with no abandon. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, okay. you know, my both of my parents were wonderful, and and I, I look back and think, you know, how did they do this with six kids? Oh, I can't even and, imagine. Uh, you know, my dad was career army, so we moved literally in you know other countries, you know, all yeah. over uh, different states here in the United States, and and uh, that may have been part of the secret, though, you know. Right. Like you, you don't you don't necessarily put down roots anywhere. Uh, everybody kind of stays off kilter all the time, you know. And they're they're ready for anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and I'm so thankful for my for my family and you know how yeah. they helped me. Uh, I think I'm a good guy. Yeah, I think you're a pretty good guy. So tell me about the Marines, Melvin. How long were you in? Where all did you go? What do you think it did to you? Um, I, actually, I, let me let me rephrase that. Okay. Um, what do you think the Marines saved you from? Death. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, we moved when my dad retired and and uh, it something happened there that that had not happened, you know, as we moved all around all these different places. Sure. I didn't fit in and I was marginalized. And and so that really, uh, you know, and now I can look back and say there was trauma. You know, at the time it was just, you know, stupid kids. Yeah, 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 sure. And and, uh, you know, I. I think I've showed you pictures. I grew my hair down to the middle of my back. You know, I was uh, pretty dumb. You did have a lot of hair. Yes. I I remember seeing that. And so, uh, you know, it was just literally one day that in, in my mind and my best friend, Terrence, you know, you'll meet him someday. But we we were like, okay, these people, these people being people like us now, you know, older treat us different. So I, I, I resemble that a mark. Yeah. So we, we literally cut our hair off. And as we're riding his motorcycle into town that day, uh, there was a, a, a gentleman out in his front yard watering and we waved at him and we didn't have helmets on. We were stupid. So we waved at him and he waved at us and uh, we uh, did the one, you know, the middle finger. Sure. Because like, tell him, tell him uh, America, number one. Yep, because he would have absolutely not waved at us had our hair been blowing in the wind, you know, from, you know, just an hour before. Yeah, I get and that. There's a surprising thing, Mike, when we got downtown and everybody just would hang out down there. People were, were going, hey, watch out for Melvin and Terrence, man. Something's wrong. You know, they're weird. They're, you know, something happened. And so now these people that, that we knew look down on us and now our quote unquote friends look down on us. Yeah. And Terrence joined the Navy right after that. And I joined the Marine Corps right after that. Wow. So, so, I, so I, you, you think you just would have headed down the wrong road? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I would have continued down the wrong road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, people f- say though that flippantly and, and I don't say that flippantly because I could go back and those people were were still there, uh, you know, being being dumb like we were, and yeah. and so uh, it's so easy to fall into that stuff when you're when you're a kid, you know, you just literally follow the wrong person or follow the wrong group or just you know looking to make friends and it it just happens to be that you gravitate towards the wrong group or whatever. It's so easy to get caught up in that stuff. Yeah. Especially at that stupid age, you know, and I'm sorry if you're, if you're 18, 19, 17, 18, 19, listening to this, you, you're, you're dumb. Uh, you, you will get smarter, but right now you, you don't know everything like you think you do. Man, a, a handful of years later, I've you know, been in the Marine Corps and I wrote a letter to my dad and, and I said, something crazy is happening. The, the older I get, the smarter you get, because when I was, when I was younger, you were pretty dumb. 
I wrote yeah. that in a letter, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he probably appreciated that, though. I mean, think about how you would respond to something like that. Yeah, that's true. You know, I I, I can tell you, though, <laughs> and maybe this is telling you too much, but um, I felt the same way. You know, my parents are idiots. Uh, then they kind of got smart. And now I'm back to the to the idiots part. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I think it is, it's turned on its head a couple of times here. Yeah. The, you know, circle of life. Boy, you're not kidding. So, uh, how long did you stay in? 23 years. 23 years. And why not 24? Why not 25? Um, that, that's another story we can go into, but the, I had, uh, a, a medical condition that, hmm. that I'd been, uh, dealing with is the right word for at at that time uh eight years and uh, it had been misdiagnosed and so it went from literally them telling me it's in your head to being a a, uh, progressive non-curable disease is this the ear thing yeah 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 Yep. So yeah, you get you get uh you get uh dizzy spells like like but super bad yep 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 yeah and, and so um that that's why not that why not 24 yeah and you know i i was i'm proud of what i did and you know when oh you should be first, when the first time somebody asked me about you know why you know well why did you retire at 23 years and i hadn't you know thought of that but you know uh in the military, not just the Marine Corps, but you're on 24-7. Sure. You know, if uh, something goes on with one of your troops, then you're down there. You know, you're you're down there at the MPs getting them out. You know, you're you know, you're uh, out out in town uh, helping them load up the uh, the uh, rental furniture and taking it back because they're you know they're you know the deal with that you know yeah. pay us all this money for your couch and your sure, TV sure, and, sure. and and so i would horrible I, horrible deal by the way yes yes it's and a, so it's they, a, it's a, it, i think of it as like a poor people tax basically yep. yep and and so that i would i would uh go and 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 try to teach them about it and i'd help them turn that in because they were we we were at the command getting letters or phone calls concerning them. And so we would turn in that, get that monkey off their back. And I would take them to a thrift store and show them, look, you know, $18 and look at this TV, you know, yeah, they, you know yeah. so, so uh, they didn't know, you know, and they were trying to make their wife happy or this thing or that thing. But yeah, I didn't realize you did that. That's uh, that's really interesting. And, and so you're there with the, the good things, the bad things, you know, troop, mm-hmm. you know, his wife has a kid, you're, you know, out there taking care of stuff, helping yeah. them. Yeah. And, and people do these things. I'm not saying it's, it's unique to the military, but no, you, you know, you, uh, they say, Hey, these, these, uh, people are being, um, stupid in Somalia. And so you, you got to go. And so, um, uh, you know, and I'm already on deployment, but you know, in the states. But you know, right. I'm I'm away from my duty station in the dirt, and yeah. so I I call back to my regular duty station, 
and my wife is um, uh, you know, eight months pregnant. You you met Curtis, mm-hmm. you know. So so she's out. Uh, Not your wife, Curtis. Your son, no, no, no. but the, yeah. she was pregnant with Curtis. She was eight months, and so she's out there digging out my uh, desert camis and boots and, and all these things because that those things that I was issued were there. And so she's getting them all out so I can uh, roll up the tent from the, the, you know, literally another, you know, two States away and, and, and roll back to pick up this gear wow. and, and uh, you know, get on a plane or whatever has to happen. Right. Yeah. You know, you talk about um, that. It's not just the military that deals with stuff like that. And I, I, I agree. It's just that, um, the military seems to be plagued by by some of these bad actors that that follow these guys around, you know, these guys and girls around. Um, we we have a uh, uh, used to be Fort Hood. Now it's Fort Cavazos here locally. Right. And um, there's there's tons of crime and things like that in the city that it's in. And it, it it's because there are so many people trying to get at those 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 service people that that have a lot of time on their hands sometimes and have their, you know, they're flush with cash sometimes and things like that. And boy, uh, uh, drugs, prostitution, uh, scams, all of that stuff just follows those folks around. It's, it's really sad, honestly, that the people that are, that are willing to give their lives for the country or for you and I, and for freedom, um, they're the ones that are plagued the most by stuff like that. You know, that's, that's rough stuff. Yeah. It's, it's uh, interesting what you're saying. And, and, you know, I've been in the, the depths of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's very easy as a, as a uh, soldier to, to, to get caught up in something like that because it, it's gotta be constant, I would think. Yeah. And, and there's great things, you know, that what you're sure. talking about, who you hang out with that, that makes such a difference. And oh, yeah. you know, so you, you've got people that look out for you and help you and, well, and that was that was always my thing with my kids, right? Like, um, just watch who you hang out with. You know, it it it's not. I'm not saying that who you hang out with it's their fault, because it it always comes back to personal responsibility, right? But right. but uh, it's a lot easier if there's five of them doing it and you, right. you know, right. than you just doing it by yourself or whatever. So that's that's what I always would uh, would try to impart to my kids uh, to varying degrees of success. Yeah. And I, I laugh because it, it it was something that that I didn't learn. You know, sure. my parents were trying to impart it unto me. Me too. I didn't take even in um, mm-hmm. for for. I can remember I was in Budapest when I remember when I learned I was on embassy duty and and I got my ass handed to me I and it was that who I was hanging out with yeah and and that's where I woke up that's where I never did that again you know the thing the thing about it is I think people always think you know the people you're hanging out with you know drugs or or this or that but man it can be it can be anything right it can be it can be religion it can be it can be drugs it could be you know whatever um, it could just be risky behavior. 
Um, you just you just have to watch out who's got your back and who doesn't, you know, and, and that's uh, hopefully family always has your back. That's not always the case for everybody. But, um, you know, more often than not, at least the people that brought you into the world uh, give a crap. So um, I, I feel I feel terrible for those who don't have that to fall back right. on. Yeah, so that that's the one. We're just the too stupid thing. to listen is all it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing I brought up, you know, the making of Melvin was family. And that's that was key. Family. And then to to save yourself, you joined the Marines. And then as you as you ventured all over the world, you started reading. Sure. And and I'd like to make the point and you know, it's not one sided that that I went in the Marine Corps for for me, there were things that, that I did in the Marine Corps that in the whole history of the Marine Corps hadn't been done. And I had a thought and I followed through on it and it yeah. had an impact. And I can say this with, with, with no you know, reservation. It had an impact Marine Corps wide. Wow. On, 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 on some, some of the things that I squirted out of my brain. So, <laughs> And, and I, I probably congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I probably wouldn't have been in a situation ever in my life outside the Marine Corps where I would have had that, that ability. Yeah. And, and, uh, Oh, I can see that. I bet it did put you in some, uh, in some weird situations, you know, that you never would have, well, just think about the travel, right? Right. I mean, you wouldn't have traveled to all those places had it not been for the Marines. Right. And, you know, how many 18 year olds have the responsibility to call the fire mission where the mortar rounds are going to be dropped so that they're on target? Yeah, no kidding. Right. (laughs) A lot of responsibility. Maybe they give it to an 18 year old because they don't think about it too much. Uh, And and think about pilots, you know, they they can be have, uh, you know, heavy ordnance. And they're they're out there in the air, and they're you know think about the their counterparts. I don't know if counterparts is the right word, but somebody let's say was uh, in the same dorm as them uh-huh. that's now uh, you know in some insurance thing, and right. this person is is flying missions over enemy. Yeah. Well, I think those are three pretty good things to base, uh, you know, your growth as a person. Uh, so uh, one of those things, uh, tell me what you're reading. Got a new book last week, just finished it today. Uh, How do we know ourselves? And that was a question. And, and it's the subtitle is Curiosities and Marvels of the Human Mind. And and David Myers is the author. And, and uh, what was neat about it, Mike, was he's been in psychology for you know many you know forever you know years and years and years and has done all this research and so he is has taken and uh, and the, so the book is you know how do we know ourselves so there's parts in there and there's things that he's found in research papers and journals and just from his experiments and and so I don't have all of the the separate areas but let's say there's nine that uh, loose, loose uh, uh, topics, and and so all of these writings are underneath there, and, and each, you know each of the writings are are three to four pages, and so it was 
provocative in in uh, I don't know if provocative is right. I'm trying to sound all philosophical now, but it yeah. it it was um, intriguing because it wasn't the same thing for 249 pages. It was you know four and a half, four, three and a half to four pages each each thing, and the, and there's nine loosely uh, pulled together areas. So. So it's almost like an anthology of stories or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we got our book in. We we learned what built Melvin or made Melvin. Right. I think built is a good decent word too. And then, uh, so now you're going to give us a final thought. Right. So this is from Stephen Pressfield on the War of Art. You've heard me refer to that a lot. and A and couple so times, yeah. So this this is from the War of Art, and and um, I've I've got it framed, and and I I it's framed. The the stupid frame was three hundred something bucks, Mike. So you know how much I I like this because I don't do those things, but it says on the field of the self stand a knight and a dragon. You are the knight. Resistance is the dragon. I don't hear you. Sorry, it's a very simple thought, but it is um, that's very powerful. Resistance is is always the thing that keeps us from doing stuff, and it can be self resistance, it can be external resistance, it could be, you know, the resistance of a crowd. Uh, it could be a lot of different things. Right. Well, I tell you what I have no resistance to is doing this again. So uh, you and I will get together again next week and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll try this one more time. Looking forward to it, man. I, I appreciate you and let's make the world better together. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.